Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. That's 800-405-2561. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Fascinating. For over 30 years and still your inside look into boxing and mixed martial arts. What the hell's going on out here? Heard live around the world and brought to you by the World Boxing Organization. Yeah. And now, live from the Ring Talk Studios in San Francisco, here's the host of the longest-running fight show in history. Down goes Frazier! Down goes Frazier! And Foreman is as poised as can be! Pedro Fernandez. Thomas Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, courtesy of the Sports Byline and SB Nation Radio Networks. Of course, my name is Pedro Fernandez. You probably already know that. The bottom line is I'm often imitated, but never duplicated. The undisputed heavyweight champion of the radio waves. You heard the man, 34 plus years now, the man talking boxing MMA live on the radio, of course, each and every weekend. Straight up, we've got open phone lines. We can open things up to you if you'd like. 1-800-878-PLAY. That's one 800 878 Seven five two nine. Of course, there's also the guilt-free, no commitment, talk smack if you want, call me dirty names, the, the text line. The number, 415-275-1613. That's 415-275-1613. Well, in the world of boxing, celebrated evening, of course, the Barclays Center, Brooklyn, New York, was host of the WBC heavyweight title fight last night. Deontay Wilder, still 40-0, but man, lots of question marks next to his name. As far as the challenger, Luis Ortiz, Go back to Cuba, baby. Anyway, the bottom line is we're talking MMA as well. In hour number two, we'll hear from Chris Cyborg Santos, still the world featherweight champion, 145-pound champion. Of course, she walks around at 170, gets down to 145, and she's just a monster, no doubt about it. And she knocked out her opponent last night in the blink of an eye. Bottom line is we'll also hear from the newest star in the world of mixed martial arts. I mean, this guy will be the Michael Jordan, the Mike Tyson, the everything you can, the Bruce Lee, the everything you can imagine. His name is Brian Ortega. We'll hear from Brian Ortega in depth. In hour number two of Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Once again, the phone lines 1 800 878 Play. That's 1 800 878 7529. The guilt free, no commitment text line 415 275 1613. That's 415 275 1613. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live on Sports Byline and SB Nation and Radio Sports. Well, before you do anything rash, This everybody plays the fool sometimes. 
Mystery Tackle Box is the most fun and affordable way to discover new lures every month. Go to mtbfish.com slash fishtalkradio now. Select your target species, select your subscription length, get your Mystery Tackle Box delivered, and catch more fish. It's that easy. They offer seven different species and monthly to 12-month subscriptions, plus gift subscriptions that are perfect for any angler. Not only will you discover new lures and save up to 40% off retail prices, but Mystery Tackle Box also produces amazing content on their blog, social media, and YouTube channel to help make you a better, more well-rounded angler. And we've partnered with them to get you all a great deal. Use the promo code FISHTALK for $10 off your first subscription. Visit mtbfish.com slash fishtalkradio to learn more and subscribe. That's mtbfish.com slash fishtalkradio. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003 800-485-6003 Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003 If you're one of the millions of Americans who can't work because of a serious injury or illness, you may be eligible for disability benefits from Social Security. Receiving benefits is your right. It doesn't matter if you've applied before and the government has said no. Let the experienced attorneys at Bill Gordon & Associates help you get the Social Security disability you deserve. Their team of attorneys have been fighting for benefits for people just like you for over 20 years. And best of all, there's no fee until you receive your benefits. There are many conditions that make you eligible, including some you may not even be aware of. So if you're disabled and unable to work, call Bill Gordon & Associates today for your free no obligation consultation see if you qualify for the social security benefits you need and deserve 800-443-4996 800-443-4996 that's 800-443-4996 oh when you do bad he'll talk about you Muhammad, he's looking bad. Ken Norton just hit him in the jaw. I wonder if he broke that same jaw. <laughs> Angelo, ask Muhammad, is his jaw broke? I'm in the ring, ring. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Well, I'm here to talk to my lawyer on that one. Twelve and a half minutes past the hour. Welcome to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, hour number one of two here on Sports Byline and SB Nation Radio Sports. We bring in for an encore appearance, of course, the godfather of the HBO crew. I'm talking about Larry Merchant. And, of course, he haven't talked much about the results. But last night, of course, Deontay Wilder going to 40-0 after getting rattled, having his cage rattled a little bit by Luis Ortiz. Ortiz going down a couple of times in the, in the 10th round and finally ending the fight. Bottom line is, godfather, what are your grades as far as Deontay Wilder is concerned? Well, you've got to give him an A or A+. 
Anyway, we're talking with Larry Merchant, the godfather of the HBO crew. We're going to call him back and try to get her feet on that cell phone. Of course, Deontay Wilder, the bronze bomber, 32 years old now, 40-0, Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Of course, the boxing mecca of mecca that it is. And, you know, I'm just not all that – I wasn't all that impressed because here's why. If you're six foot seven and you've got a guy in front of you that's slower than you, that's smaller than you, this and that, you should be working him, man. I mean, with both hands, you should be moving to your right – Away, away from his right hook and the, away from his power hand and staying away from that right hook of his. And, and, and of course, Bar, you know, how can I put this? Deontay Wilder's still learning at the age of 32. He's on the job training. The bottom line is this is professional boxing. This isn't the place where I think you want to be learning on the job, per se. I really don't. 32 years now, 40 and 0. Of course, Ortiz now 28 and 1. <clears throat> He's like, what is he now? 30, almost 39 years old. Well, the bottom line is I thought referee David Fields might have given the fight to Deontay Wilder. I think it was after the sixth or the seventh round when Wilder was all kind of in all kinds of trouble. The bell rang, and the referee asked the doctor to come up and take a look at the fighter, which gave him about 10 to 12, maybe 15 seconds. All in all, I think that was 15 seconds was priceless as far as getting your stuff back together is concerned. I'm telling you, because when your cage is rattled, we're in all kinds of trouble. Sometimes you can recover in five seconds. Sometimes you never recover. Sometimes you have a buzz for the rest of the fight. Okay, Sometimes you have... Sometimes you don't, okay? But in this instance, I thought that Ortiz was denied uh, a shot at winning there by referee David Fields. I'll see if, see if anybody else picked up on that. He scores when the fight was stopped in the 10th round, 85-84. Glenn Feldman had uh, uh, Ortiz up. Kevin Morgan had Ortiz up the same score, as did Carlos Ortiz Jr., no relationship. Of course, Carlos Ortiz Sr. being the former lightweight champion, 85-84. All three judges in agreement there. Ortiz down once in round five and twice in round 10, of course, ending the fight. I was of the opinion that he just didn't show up and he wasn't all that motivated. I really don't. I mean, he's talking about on different websites this morning, I almost had him, I almost had him. Oh, come on, man. You know, yeah, you were on the brink of stopping somebody, but you didn't do it. And although I think the referee played against you, you were the opponent in this fight, the referee played against you. I'm sorry if that happened, but, you know, you're supposed to take advantage of what you got. When you're the opponent in a fight, you never, ever, or you hardly ever get the opportunity to win the fight, per se. You're not supposed to win the fight. I mean, the promoter staged that fight last night. Deontay Wilder's promoter staged that fight because they thought that Deontay Wilder was going to win. Okay, Godfather Larry Merchant, give me a grade on Mr. Uh, Mr. Mr. Wilder last night. Well, uh, given the expectations, given the questions that have to be answered, you know, followed by... By answers that will always have to be questioned, I give him an A plus. Um, he took a punch. He showed resilience. Uh, the fight was a kind of a of a version or replica of the big fight between Joshua and Klitschko last year. They were both in trouble, and um, the younger guy survived in the end and uh, lived. To, Live to to win the fight and fight another day. So uh, good for Wilder. Lenny Williams good for pa- American boxing. Okay, Lenny Williams, of course, also of Alabama, from Alabama, the platinum recording artist, texted me this morning and said, "Pedro, don't be down on Deontay. He's learning on the job still. Thirty-two years old, still learning on the job. Okay, I'll give him that. <clears throat> but I will say this: I think it was at the end of the seventh round or the beginning of the seventh round, last the beginning of the seventh eighth round." Referee David Fields called a timeout at the beginning of the round 
when Deontay Wilder was in all kinds of trouble. And he hauled the referee up to, I mean, the doctor up to look at him, this and that. And that took about 18 seconds off the clock. And in my mind, if I was Ortiz, I would have felt cheated right then and there, Larry. I just think it was inappropriate, bad move by the referee. In fact, the TV people, I think Paulie and those guys were, were, not more, were knocking him for it as well. Um, I can't disagree. Um, but he was in trouble. He had been battered in the last part of the previous round. Um, why is it his job to, uh, examine the fighter coming out for the next round? Uh, is, is it his job to say, okay, I'm going to give you one more chance and, um, let's, and, and, and then I'm going to stop the fight. Um, I wasn't that tuned in to exactly what happened, but I agree that it gave him a few more seconds to recover. But that said, uh, he uh, it gave Ortiz, who did so much work in the previous round, also a chance to regroup. Um, and I, I'm just going to give Wilder credit. Um, he is the hometown fighter. Get I get that, too. Uh, but Ortiz, at whatever age he is and how many drug tests he's failed in the past, looked like he came to fight, like he was in shape, like he had a plan. He he uh, punched a lot to the body, and it didn't seem to um, uh, discourage or disturb Wilder. It was just a hell of a good fight, and I'll take it. Okay, and, um, and, and it leads up to the biggest heavyweight fight uh, involving an American fighter in a long, long, long time. No doubt about it. Anthony Joshua, of course, and Deontay Wilder. Should Joshua get by the unbeaten WBO fighter from New Zealand? I'm talking about the champion, Joseph Parker, 24-0, I think 16 wax. Of course, that's going to take place in a couple of weeks. Um, Yeah. When I look at the heavyweight picture right now, okay, it, 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 you, you talked yesterday, you br- briefly mentioned, and I, I want to expand on that, that Josh was thinking about if he gets by Parker to come over here and fight in the States. Well, that was uh, one of the things I've, I've read, um, that they want to build Joshua up uh, to build up the, the biggest pay-per-view uh, potential there is, and that's in America. So, yes, um, in in Great Britain, uh, Joshua sells seventy thousand tickets as soon as the fight is announced, and then twenty thousand more after that. Uh, but the pay per view is where the really big, big bucks are. So they want to stir. They feel, I think, that they they still have to reach um, the the non boxing fan in America, uh, that this is a, uh, a, a spectacle that transcends the sport and that you have to see, even if you don't care about uh, boxing and prize fighting in general. And so maybe they bring him here. Um, if he beats Parker, maybe they'll bring him here in the fall. And, uh, around this time next year, uh, the fight would happen between them. But, you know, um, I'm I'm not the matchmaker and I'm not the, the one of the handlers, but that sounds like um, 
a logical thing for the business people uh, involved to do. Interesting. Andre Durrell was a loser last night to a guy by the name of Jose Zurichal, of course, for the IBF Super Middleweight uh, interim title. Durrell had a lot of, he had some brain issues and he had some, some bad MRIs come back a couple of years ago and he's still boxing. I don't know if I'd want to roll the dice. I guess if that was my only option in life, I might go there. But but if I had other options, I don't think I'd be boxing if I was Mr. Durrell. Remember those medical issues he had? Well, you know, my my position on this is, is, is twofold. One, uh, boxers, prize fighters know what they're getting into. <laughs> Unlike uh, football players who for a long, long time didn't know what they were getting into. Yeah. Anybody who's a boxer and who's been in the ring knows w- what the the potential downsides as well as the upsides are. And this is why we have commissions to examine fighters and to determine whether they are physically able. Uh, and Durrell apparently made a decision that this is what he wants to do. And um, we saw the outcome. And uh, now, presumably, he'll make the, make a different kind of decision. Exactly. Godfather, go enjoy your Sunday with the Godmother. Say hello for me. Give her, a, give her a big kiss. And you have a great day, sir. I thank you so much for your time. Of course, you know I feel blessed each and every time I get to talk to you. You know that. Well, thank you. And uh, I feel that boxing and our game is blessed today, uh, having had a fight like it did and looking forward to other big fights this spring. Larry Merchant on Sports Byline and SB Nation Radio Sports. When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have $5,000, $10,000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. If you are age 85 or younger, call to learn more about final expense plans from a licensed agent in the Angel Care Network. The average funeral now costs over $10,000. Are you at risk of leaving loved ones to help pay your debts? A final expense policy for seniors can pay up to $30,000 for funeral and other final expenses. You don't need a medical exam and you can have lifetime coverage and the policy cannot be canceled. To receive free information about final expense plans from a licensed agent in the Angel Care Network. Call now. You'll also receive information about a free prescription discount card just for calling in. Agents are standing by. 
Call 800-508-5774-800-508-5774-800-508-5774. Call now. That's 800-508-5774. If you suffer from back pain, joint pain, arthritis, or other chronic pain, you need to try the water therapy benefits that Advantage Therapeutic Walk-In Bath provides. Not only does Advantage Walk-In Bath help get you in and out of the tub safely, it is proven to be beneficial to relieve aches and pains, giving you the relief to enjoy your day. You can enjoy taking your new bath and rejuvenating your body in as little as seven days. And if you call today and ask for the radio special, we'll give you a $1,500 coupon towards the purchase of a new Vantage walk-in bath. Every call in the next 10 minutes will receive a $1,500 coupon towards the purchase of a new Vantage walk-in bath. Your aches and pains can be washed away. Call right now for a risk-free quote. 800-552-6851. That's 800-552-6851. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Everyone says, I wish I was in your shoe, I wish I was in your shoe. The people, the hundreds of people that wish they were in my shoe don't know the That's tenth right. of it. If they were in my shoe, they would cry like babies. Fellas, I'm ready to get up and do my thing. I want to get into it, man, you know. Like a, like a sex machine, man. Moving, doing it, you know. Can I count it off? One, two, three, four. Oakland, California, 1999-2000, Tower of Power, lead singer Brent Carter says to me, Pedro, how'd you like to come to this gig? We're doing it with James Brown. I said, yeah, the godfather is so cool. So Tower of Power opens up for them, and we have the you know the post-fight little party in the back where everybody, the band, gets together with relatives and friends, things like that. Anyway, I snuck into that party, and you know we're talking, so it's time to break it up because James is going to come on stage. So what they tell me is, you got to go back to your seat. Well... I don't go back to my seat. I stay on stage, and I watch James come on. He's got the fur jacket. They hold a mirror in front of him. They make sure his hair is perfect. And then they announce him. The JBs announce the godfather of soul. And guess what? James Brown was there making his electrical performance. because It was incredible. An incredible evening with the godfather of soul. Paramount Theater, Oakland, California. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Not James Brown talking. You would think so, though. Bottom line is we're talking MMA, boxing, of course, this hour, MMA in hour number two. We go to Las Vegas, Nevada, of course, and bring in boxing writer Johnny Signorella. Johnny Sig, how's life treating you, buddy? Excellent, buddy. Thank you for having me on today. How are you, Pedro? Pretty good. You know, I got some texts here saying I'm a little hard on Deontay Wilder that a south, that he beat a southpaw and that he was a southpaw that knocked the snot out of me in my career in that one big fight down there in Las Vegas. So. I shouldn't be knocking guys that fight southpaws, et cetera. And he was standing at the end. Does he? Does he? The text have merit to it. I tell you what, he's not always pretty Wilder, but I tell you what, man, he's explosive. He gets the job done, doesn't he? He's got that neutralizer, and I think that southpaw look that Ortiz had last night definitely negated the jab yeah, from okay. uh, Deontay Wilder. Yeah, but what I thought was those those lame ass looking left hooks he was trying to throw, man. What were those? I mean, those were the oh, most, brother. I mean, between you and I, I mean. You teach boxing. Do, you, do any of your students throw left hooks like that? No. They wouldn't be my students if they did, you know, because then they're not listening to what I'm telling them to do. Listen, Deontay Wilder has so many technical flaws. It's ridiculous. I mean, he's flailing. He's so wide open. But he believes in his power so gratefully so, and I don't blame him because, man, he's got some, some rocks in his hand. But, you know, at the end of the day, he's su- super, super flawed. 
And I think that a, a little bit more of a, of a concentrated effort that Luis uh, Ortiz put in last night, saying Anthony Joshua can definitely exploit that a little bit better. Okay, was uh, I was, and mentioned with Larry Merchant in the prior segment, I thought that referee David Fields gave Deontay Wilder a big, big break after that sixth or seventh round when he was in all kinds of trouble, and then he called the re- the doctor into the ring to examine Wilder. The the doctor had looked, the doctor had, had approved him to go out for that round. How dare the referee delay the fight there? What was up with that? Some home cooking? I was like, we were looking for cuts. We were looking for injuries. We were looking for something, you know, loose tape on the gloves, something. What was that? Home cooking. And, uh, he was it, seriously rocked there, too. Home cooking, yep. Yeah, and an inept official. And, and what I tried to say right now earlier was that, you know, when, when you're the opponent for a fight, and then the opponent means the guy that's you know, probably not supposed to win because, you know, Deontay Wilder's promoters were the ones that put forth the fight last night. They were the ones that tried to get Ortiz not once, twice, but three times, so they really wanted to fight Ortiz. There was no doubt about it. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, I really don't want to watch heavyweights learning on the job at 40 and 0 at 32 years old especially listen I feel ashamed of that left hook he was throwing I know when I was teaching <laughs> when I was teaching boxing to kids 8 10 12 years old I knew girls in the mission district that threw a whole lot better left hooks than Deontay Wilder and he's a world heavyweight champion Well you got to have the hands up number 1 for the left hook to be delivered properly you know elbows tucked into the rib cage cuz you don't want to have that return fire the left hook to the body going in when you're trying to go in for your left hook and the pivots off the legs. You know, the legs are the most important thing. You've got to sit on it, turn at the waist, and shoot that hook. My trainer back in the day told me, act like you're drinking a beer kind of or drinking something. Have your elbow up real nice, turn your glove at the right moment, like you're drinking a cup of water or something like that, mm-hmm. and, and have the, the proper positioning while your guard is up, you know. And so some of these guys, especially Deontay Wilder, just, I mean, Mark Breland's a great trainer, Deontay Wilder's trainer. I mean, come on, he's, he's one of the best amateur fighters of all time. Wait, 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 time out, time out. So how, do you, how, so how does that translate How does that translate to being a great trainer? I mean, what time out. Show me some stuff that True. Mark, show me that stuff that Mark Breland, what's Mark Breland's resume? Is there anything on his resume that jumps out besides Deontay Wilder? The wording should have, should have been capable. He's a capable trainer, you know, because, of course, he is a good boxer. That doesn't always mean you could be a good teacher, but you would assume, that he would know the, the fundamentals and the skill set. If you look at him as a fighter, he certainly had that. And Wilder did show a good jab in that first Severn fight. And we keep coming back to that one fight because that's the one time he looked fundamentally sound. But outside of that, man, you know, to answer your question, Pete, there, there's no excuse for it. I mean, a heavyweight champ should have charisma. He should have all the tools and skill set. You know, he should be the complete package and not just be great in one area, but great in a bunch of different areas. Johnny Signorello is our guest, the Las Vegas-based boxing writer. He was talking about Mark Breland in the 84 Olympic gold medals. Of course, lost only one amateur fight, and I think he avenged that loss as well. But, you know, between you and I, when I went to Colorado Springs in 84, I, was, I wanted to spar with Mark Breland. I don't care if he was six foot one or not. I figured if I could get under that jab just one time and crack him to that skinny torso is, as guys finally did. I mean, guys that weren't in awe of the Mark Breland reach and this kind of stuff, guys who were willing to fight him, they were able to get over on him. Marlon Starling, guys like that. You know what I'm saying? But most guys were just scared because it was heightened his reach. You got Stones wanting to go in there with him, man. Like you said right there, he might. He had one amateur loss, I believe. I think yeah. you're right about but that. Here's what's he up. did avenge but, that. 
But you only want to fight yep. the Hershey Whistler. But I, only, I was winning Golden Glove titles. I only wanted to fight the best. And he and Jerry Jerry Page at that time, Jerry Page was the junior welterweight gold, gold medalist in 1984. I wanted to fight him as well. And like he said something like, man, I don't even know you. Yeah, but I was number 13 to you, bro. And I wanted a piece of you. The bottom line is you may not know me, but I knew who Jerry Page was. Anyway, Jerry, of course, uh, failing as a professional, had some injuries, never made it as a pro. But the Olympic gold medalist, I believe, out of Cincinnati, Ohio. Anyway, back to Deontay Wilder. Learning on the job. Luis Ortiz um, showed up looking a little soft. I mean, is that the way guys look at 38 or 39 years old without performance-enhancing drugs? Pete, is he really 38 or 39? I mean, I got him in his mid-40s. I mean, a lot of these Cubans come over, and, you know, their, their ages usually are a little bit, um, you know, exaggerated in terms of wonder from where the age really is. But I, I tell you what, I wouldn't mind a rematch. He didn't look bad. I mean, I, on my scorecard, Ortiz winning the fight. I think he gassed, um, he, he spended a lot of energy in the 7th and 8th round when Wilder was rocked. And I, I tell you what, man, I, I thought Ortiz had a good look, and I thought it was a good competitive fight, and that craziness by Wilder is, is what an appropriate name for Deontay Wilder, just being so wild. But, you know, that, that wildness that he shows just got him, you know? It's almost like that ballroom brawl, that lucky shot that some guy throws from across the room that floors you. You know, and, you know guy, he's he's good at that. Guys yeah. like guys like Holmes. I hate to say, it, but I'm bring up some of the greats. Guys like Holmes, uh, Joe Frazier to an extent, uh, I guess. But Muhammad Ali, they would get under those punches that Deontay Wilder's throwing. And when he's so out of position, he'd pay. He would pay like you would not believe. When, listen, if a guy missed, the, the listeners can't can't relate to this because we're talking radio. But if somebody missed a left hook in the manner that Deontay Wilder was missing left hooks last night and you did not knock him out, you were a failure as a boxer yourself because all the opportunities were there, Johnny. Do you think Joe Frazier, uh, Evander Holyfield, Mike Tyson, Riddick, do you think that they allow that to happen, uh, Wilder to miss those kind of punches and not pay a price for that? Absolutely. You know, that, that's the skill set of today. I mean, I like this heavyweight division. Yes, there are things lacking. I think a lot has to do with people's mindset when they know you're fighting a guy like Wilder that has that tremendous power to, to be a little bit cautious, like not really jump in as quick because, I mean, Ortiz had him hurt. My girlfriend asked me, she's like, how come he's not attacking him? I'm like, because this guy could take your head off in a blink of an eye. And I think that a lot of these guys are concerned about that, whereas Holyfield and all those other cats, man, they had stones. They didn't care. You know, they, they were going to ride or die, bro. You, you, they were going to take you out with them at the same time as they had to. You know, you're talking about the Cuban age, the age differences, and, and the Cubans lying about their age, and because they come over here without visas and things like that. I was working with a couple of Cuban fighters, and I probably won't mention their names, but they were down in Miami Beach. Oh yeah, why not? Tia Belli Hurtado, the former, uh, the, <laughs> the former junior welterweight of challenger. Course. And I'll never forget this: as I went to run with these guys in the morning, Johnny went to pick them up in the van to run with them, and I smelled booze. I smell them oh, booze no. at six thirty in the morning. So I'm looking around, and Renee, this guy Renee, was a trainer. This loudmouth Cuban was a trainer. So I said to him, "Hey, WTF? You know what I'm saying? Wait, what W? Wait, what's going on?" And he goes, "Oh, oh, Pedro, you have to understand. He's been drinking like that just a little bit every day since he was a kid." I go, "At four thirty in the morning? No, nah, that's not a good look." No, nah, man, that's not a good look. I had a, a guy I was training back in the day. Uh, very Johnny, freeze that thought. Johnny, freeze yeah. that thought. John Signorello is our guest. We're running up on a hard break. You are tuned to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. SB Nation Radio, of course. My name is Pedro Fernandez. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Open phone lines around the planet. 1-800-878-PLAY. That's 1-800-878-7529. Or the guilt-free, no-commitment text line. Easy. 
That's 415-275-1613. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, but hey, you already know that. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Being a new parent means every high and low you can imagine. But Evos can make it all easier with a baby monitor you can trust. Go to myevos.com. That's M-Y-E-V-O-Z.com to see how Evos can be the eyes and ears of your nursery. Evos works with your smartphone to provide a live audio and HD video connection to your baby anytime and anywhere. On a date, at work, away on business, even serving your country overseas, Evos helps you never miss a moment. Whether your baby is with a sitter, your partner, a grandparent, or a friend, you'll be right there, too. And with unique features like smart alerts that know the difference between a barking dog and your baby crying, extensive sleep tracking data, and state-of-the-art security features for your peace of mind, Evos is the smart baby monitor for connected parents. And enter the code SPORTS at checkout for $20 off. That's myevos.com. M-Y-E-V-O-Z.com. Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. Well, can I tell you something? Huh? I play high, I play high school football. Mm-hmm. Football is that's a tough sport compared to boxing. It, I mean, it's much tougher than boxing. I mean, it, I, I enjoy it while I'm playing, but it's a tough, tough sport. I sure. thank God that I did play when I started boxing. When I got tired from working hard, I thought of a, a football day. I kept it on going. Now more of ring talk. 
with Pedro Fernandez. Let's get out of this hot sun into a nice, cool bar. In a few minutes, honey. Tower power, babies! Got to do something! T.O.P. doing some James <laughs> Brown. You are tuned to Rent Talk Live Worldwide. <laughs> Got to give it up for Ernie Shavers. Of course, him before the break there. Wow. Hardest puncher in the history of boxing, no doubt about it. I kid you not. Larry Holmes told me he's the only guy in the history of boxing that he faced where you could see the punch coming and still get knocked down. Now, Johnny, you and I know that if you can see a punch coming, 99.9% of the time you ain't going down. That's right. It's the ones that you don't see that floors you. Well, guess what? Shaver's punches were so hard that you could see them coming and they still dropped you. <laughs> yeah, I heard he was a nasty puncher, man. And the footage I seen back uh, on tape back in the day when I was up and coming and studying the great fighters, he certainly had pop in his shots, there's no doubt. Back to Ortiz real quick. He said, I almost had him. Guess what? I never almost had a guy. Either you got him, either you get him, or you don't. There's not an almost involved. This is this is prize fighting. This isn't horseshoes, you know, where you got real close in this net. So I got to fault to Ortiz. I don't think that Ortiz came into the fight in, in, in the best condition in the world. And I think that the age factor that you brought into the fact that brought into the the picture, the fact that you and I think he's in his mid forties, um, you know, <laughs> that just the way it is. But the drink. Oh, that's another one. There was another fighter from Cuba who um, Juan Casamayor, nineteen ninety two Olympic gold medalist. Okay, they said he was like thirty two years old, man, and the guy was like in his almost mid forties. I kid you not, Mike McCallum, Mike McCallum, the the WBA middleweight, junior middleweight, light heavyweight title holder, cruiserweight title holder. I, I messed with his birthday one time, and he, he came after me. He was playing with me, and he came after me. He goes, hey, man, how can you say I'm so and 45 years old? I said, because you fought in the National Golden Gloves back in 1974, and you were 21 years old. Anyway, bottom line is, got the, got, it's always fun to have, 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 uh, have fun with guys regarding their age because everybody lies about their age and their weight. Anyway, I was going to say the weight as well. Yep, yeah, yep, here's absolutely. a guy. Here's a, here's a guy that can't be lying too much more. Juan Mo, Juan Manuel Lopez. You and I have talked about him in the no. past. Man, thirty five to six now, thirty two KOs. He was a wow. He was going to be. He was being called the next Trinidad, the next Benit, whatever, the next Puerto Rican superstar about four or five years ago. Until he ran into a, a journeyman by the name of get this Orlando Salido. Hmm. And of course, Salido's a guy that beat Vasilo Machenko in his lone loss, but. He he lost to, he he lost to Salido from that point forward. Juan must have been like a boxing cartoon. And you know, I had long talks with Paco Valcarcel, the the WBO president, about Juanma, and he's against Juanma boxing, and he's told Juanma to his face that you shouldn't be boxing anymore. Well, anyway, the bottom line is the bottom line is I'm bringing him up because last night, Saturday night, in uh, in Puerto Rico, wow, Juan, Jason Velez knocked him out, a 12th-round knockout, after he beat Ooh. on Walmart for 12 rounds. I mean, he, you know, these guys were both Puerto Ricans. So, you know, Puerto Ricans are big into percussion. So he was, like, playing the congas all <laughs> night on Wama's face. Well, he's a disaster waiting to happen, and there it was right there. I wasn't aware that he fought last night. The writing, to me, the inevitable writing was on the wall with Rogers Matagua, although I believe uh, Wama had won that fight. But you saw him get rocked, and you saw, like, the chinny and, like, the – the buzz uh, look that he'd get off of a couple good shots, and he ended the fight, you know, just drunk on drunk on steady legs. And then, of course, you know, he was turned out in, in a couple other fights, but I wasn't even aware he fought last night, man. And he's got to stop. Does he, you know, when I see a fighter like this, I question their families. Does anyone care about this man? You know, who wants to see someone get in the ring and just get pulverized like that? 
And, and we're not just talking a couple of stoppages. We're talking brutal, devastating uh, knockouts that could affect the course of someone's life and their demeanor moving forward. Changing subjects. Triple G's trainer, of course, Abel Santana. Wow. He said this week, and I saw the video, it was sent all around the web, that black fighters don't entertain, that black fighters aren't exciting, that black fighters are less than less than everybody else, I guess. Can, can, you, re- can you respond to that? Does he watch Terrence Crawford? I, I don't, does, I don't. I have no idea. But you know, he, he, I mean, Crawford is the is a complete package. Not to cut you off. I mean, he'll he'll box. He'll devastate you. He'll entertain. He'll he'll, uh, he'll smell blood and be like a shark. He'll dog you. He shows every facet of the game that makes the fighter a complete fighter. You know um, what we'd want in a heavyweight champion. I think uh, Anthony Joshua. Hey, guess what? There's another one, buddy. You know, I, I, I that's a ridiculous statement. I, I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> He's got to watch more boxing on television, I guess. The WBO light heavyweight champion was in action last night, and I say action because he didn't look all that great. He, of course, he dominated a 25-1 uh, to 1 underdog. Talk about Sergey Kovalev. Twice beaten Sergey Kovalev, having lost two fights. One controversial to the retired Andre Ward, 2004 Olympic gold medalist. Can you give um, Kovalev a grade considering the opponent? No. I mean, I've totally lost my buzz on this guy. I mean, Andre Ward exposed him for, I believe, what he is. And how come in those last two fights with these two opponents, they're not testing that body? Andre Ward put it up in life, hit this man in the stomach. He don't like it. <laughs> but, you know, the, the opponents are just trying to take it, it punch, go punch for punch to, to the head zone with him. And he's obviously the guy that could take you out to the chin, uh, hence the name Crusher. But I, I believe that that's uh, totally diminishing. I, I, you know, I hate to be tough on this guy, but he, he is just, he's flattened me out. He, I, I think he's bottomed out. And, uh, you know, we got a good light heavyweight division, you know, um, better be out there. Badu Jack, who I like a lot. We got Marcus Brown, Bivol, who we saw in the undercard last night. Although I think he needs some more fights. Um, you know, he's still a little, uh, he's, he's still a little green at 13 and 0, but I mean, for me, Sergey Kovalov, he's, he's, eh, he's not doing it for me no more. 175 pounds. Of course, talk about Sergey Kovalov, the current WBO title holder. I'm looking at the, the, uh, 175 pound weight class. Of course, Adonis Stevenson, 40 years old now, 29 and one. He hasn't fought since Ronald Reagan was alive, I don't think. I haven't seen much about what's going on with that guy. How is he driving all these Ferraris and not fighting? Where's he getting all the because, money from? Remember, he used to be a pimp. He used to be a pimp. He was okay. a I No, no. And when I say pimp, folks, I'm not kidding. When I see you know, people in the 21st century, yeah, he'd be pimping. That means he'd be looking cool. And this, and when I say pimp, I mean that he had a stable of women that worked for him. Okay, now it makes sense. Okay, hence the Ferraris. Hence the Ferraris. Um, hence the IRS should look into that. <laughs> oh, boy. I, I think he's fighting Badu Jack on Showtime in, in, in uh, April. But, yeah, he doesn't fight much at all. And that, that's, that's a knock on this guy. You know, I, again, he was one of those guys I was buzzed on for a minute, showing explosive power, you know. And then next thing you know, he just kind of fights once a year, if that, like you said. And, um, you know, I, I think he's 40 now, though. So I think, I, I think him and Sergey Kovalev would be interesting now. Because I think they're both like past their best, and sometimes you get two guys past their best, you actually get a really good fight out of it. Ali, so I mean, especially Ali, with two guys with power. Ali Frazier three. There you go. There you go. You know, but they knew each other a little better, of course, because they had the two the two fights. But uh, I mean, at this point, these guys should know each other very well. I mean, they've seen them fight enough, kind of. You know, so we see what we get there. But uh, you know, I, I think the uh, the future of the, the division, I, I like to see uh, the Bivol step up a little bit. And uh, and go after uh, some of these younger cats like Better Be Out and, and and so on. 
Las Vegas race, boxing writer John Signorello is our guest. Of course, I'm looking at the 154-pound junior welterweight division. The reason why I mention it up is that Kel Brook, the ascending former welterweight titleist, stepped up to 154, was a winner on Saturday night. He's now 37-2. Um, I think he's damaged no matter where he goes. I mean, they'll bust the orbital bones, all that kind of good stuff. I, I just wouldn't want to put too much money. If I was if I was investing in Kel Brook, I don't know if I'd put a whole lot of money in him. Well, my thing with him and his career path is, like, the guidance was terrible. Like, why do the things he did? At 140, he looked like one of those top pound-for-pound guys, you know? And I, I like that he took chances, but, I mean, against Gia Middley, come on, bro. Spence, one of the best fighters on the planet, one of the best fighters I've seen in a long time. Come on, bro. And these guys broke his face, you know? And last night, I mean, it's hard to gauge off of a two-round fight. I watched the fight. He looks sturdy at 154. I think he's there because 147 is tough. You got Crawford, Thurman, when he decides to fight, too, of course. Spence, all those cats. 154 is a little bit more open, um, but there's a lot of lack of activity. You got Jared Hurd, you know, Demetrius Andrade there, um, Jamel Charlo. These guys, they're good, but they don't fight enough, you know? Time out, time out, time out, Johnny, Johnny. Who are the Charlo brothers? Tell the listeners who the Charlo brothers are. Well, you got two guys, uh, one at 154, one at 160. I think Jamal's a little bit better. Um, I think he's getting into the ranks to fight guys like Billy Joe Saunders or whatever. But they're, they're guys promoted by PBC, and unfortunately when you get promoted by PBC, you don't fight often because they have a stable of like 90,000 people, and they're all hanging out at the, at the meat counter at the, at the deli waiting for the number to be called. <laughs> and, and this is the problem that you have with the PBC. I think the idea is good, but unfortunately we don't know much about these guys because um, they don't fight often enough. What I hope for them is that they have the Kalichko type of thing. Let me explain that. That they don't get confused because they're brothers, they're twins, Kalichkos weren't. But when they fought, they had very different styles the Kalichkos did. You could tell the difference between Vitaly style and, and Vladimir. Right now I'm having a hard time separating these Charlos because they almost have identical tattoos even. I'm like, guys, you know, someone dyed their hair different. Someone get some different tattoos. Help me out. You know? But the fact that they're spreading out into different weight classes uh, is a step in the right direction. I can't remember the brothers. We were two twins, and they tried to pull a fast one on us at the Orleans Hotel in Las Vegas. And I think either Mark Ratner, it was Chuck Maker, yeah. It was past Chuck Maker's day. This was Mark Ratner's day when he was running the Athletic Commission. And I said to him, Mark, that ain't the guy. And he goes, oh, I'll have to look into this. And he looked into it, and the guy was pulled off the car. But, yeah, they tried to pull a brother. They tried to pull a twin brother in to substitute for him. In other words, the guy was going to weigh in for him, but somebody else was going to do the fighting. Only in boxing. Remember that movie Screwface, Steven Seagal from the '90s with the two Jamaican guys? No, no, I didn't. But guess what? Brothers. Time out. You know, Steve, is <laughs> there Steven, you go. Is Steven Seagal legit? Is he legit as a fighter? No, I don't think so. I mean, he claims he's this. He claims he's that. You know, different nationalities, different military backgrounds. Or this. How could you be all these things? I, I think he's a good uh, BS artist, man. I think he's good at pillow-talking people. Okay, Johnny, and listen, you know? And you know I was a cop here in San Francisco, and I did a couple of crazy things, chasing people with guns and things like that. Um, I would never run into a building without a gun with somebody with an AR-15. In fact, you know, if I had my six-shooter and my twenty-five caliber sidearm, my little uh, pocket pistol, my two pistols, I would have went at, in after the guy because that's what you're supposed to do. But, going, but the president said he would go in there without a weapon. I mean, how many people believe that crap? Nah, like I said, he's a good pillow talker. I mean, he's had some good movies and whatever, but I mean, I, I, is he the truth? I think John Claude Van, uh, John Claude Van Damme is a little bit more the the goods when it comes to real martial artists, and of course the uh, the great Chuck Norris. Okay, there's Bruce Lee. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that goes without saying, of course. Yeah. 
Guess what? I'm going to have a Bruce Lee special next week. The second hour of Ring Talk next week will be all about Bruce Lee. We'll hear from Bruce. We'll hear from some of the people that knew him. We'll hear from his wife. So we're going to have a Bruce Lee special. Nice. I'm glad you brought that up. Now, pound for pound, in the mind of the great John Signorella, mm. who is the best boxer in the world? Who? Terrence or, Crawford or Earl Spence has the potential? I no, 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 I mean, no, 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 getting, no. Time yeah. out, time out. Is the title vacant? Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, yeah, it's up for grabs. And I think if we get that fight at 147, man, for the first time, I had two guys that I absolutely love, and I'll say it real quick, Spence and, and um, you know, Crawford. And I, wouldn't, I wouldn't know what to do with that fight, man, because I love those guys so much, and I, I think that they're both great fighters and top pound-for-pound caps. Anthony Joshua's right there. We got a great fight with Joe Parker coming up, dude. This heavyweight, this month in heavyweight boxing is insane. We also have... Um, you know, white and uh, and brown coming yeah, up as well. Uh, I think a week before. Damn, man, we got a good month ahead of us. And I think Josh was right there too. What a great time for boxing, man. There's a lot of talent out there. If these guys keep active, and that's the whole key, they got to stay in people's faces and people's minds. Ladies and gentlemen, the great John Signorella, I call him Johnny Sig. The bottom line is, Johnny, you writing for anybody right now? No, man, I want to come back to you, man. Let's light it up. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll put the website back together. We'll talk about that. Hey, I love you, man. Say hello to your lady for me. I love you too, brother. I will. Thank you, man. John Signorella on Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Hey, John Mellencamp. No, 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 no. Johnny Cougar to the break. Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us. If you want Viagra at the lowest prices, never pay $15 a pill pharmacy prices again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 877-663-7126 today and save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 877-663-7126 to take your call now. Call 877-663-7126. That's 877-663-7126. Again, 877-663-7126. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how 
simple it is right now. By calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call. That's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885-800-603-0885-800-603-0885 That's 800-603-0885 Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517, 800-932-5517, 800-932-5517, 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Darkest of night with the moon shining bright. There's a Mama said it ain't bragging when you're telling the truth. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking the world of boxing and MMA. Don't forget the 31st of March, straight up, Joseph Parker, the World Boxing Organization heavyweight title holder, 24-0, 16 wax, coming to us from down under New Zealand. Of course, taking on challenging, wow, Anthony Joshua. Big challenge here. One guy's 6'3", the other guy's 6'7". They're going to rumble, of course, in uh, the U.K. in front of 90,000 people on March 31st. I don't know who's picking this up in the U.S., but either Showtime or HBO will pick this card up, no doubt about it. But that's going to be one hell of a fight because that will determine who takes place in the heavyweight setup as far as the undisputed heavyweight championship fight we expect in a year from now. You heard Larry Merchant allude to that. We expect Joshua to come over here and have one fight in the United States, sort of like, you know, put some uh, put some water on the plant, per se, let the plant grow a little bit, and then, of course, come back and have the big fight with Wilder. Of course, Wilder showed some limitations last night, but he also showed some tremendous heart. He was in it until the end, no doubt about it. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing and MMA. Don't forget, Ring Talk Live Worldwide comes to you Saturday and Sunday at 11 a.m. Pacific time. Saturday for an hour, that's 11 a.m. Pacific time, 2 p.m. Eastern time. And then, of course, Sunday, the Sunday show, a two-hour show. This is hour number one of two of the Sunday show. Hour number one is boxing. Hour number two is MMA. That's live, Ring Talk Live Worldwide, Saturday and Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific time, live at sportsbyline.com, iHeartRadio.com, SiriusXM, SatelliteRadio.com. I keep going and going, but the bottom line is, you know what I'm talking about. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Hour number two, I bring you the Elvis Presley, that's right, the Bruce Lee, the Michael Jordan of MMA, and I kid you not, Brian Ortega and Cyborg Santos, hour number two of Ring Talk Live Worldwide, coming up on Sports Byline and SB Nation Radio Sports. 